What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. This is Monday, March 27th, 2023. Hope everybody's doing great today. Um, today, I was supposed to get the episode out to you guys a couple of days ago. Ran into some issues, couldn't do it, but that's okay. Today, we're going to talk about part one of my MLB season preview today. Um, today, I'm just going to go through each division. Um, not going to be long. going to kind of tell you where I expect each team to place in the division, kind of my predictions on their wins. Um, and then it's just going to be part one. Part two will be later this week. Uh, I'm going to try to get it out before the season starts. The season starts on Thursday. That's opening day. So I'm going to try to get it out to you at least by Wednesday. Um, but part two will be who I think is going to win MVP, who I think is going to win the World Series, who's going to win Rookie of the Year, the Cy Young. I'll give you all that. Plus, I'm going to give you who I think the top ten players in the game are and probably the top five players at each position. So that episode will be a little longer, but the episode today won't be too long. I just want to talk about where I think uh, each team will place in a division and what those divisions will look like. So, again, this is the MLB season preview part one. I'm your guy, JR, and we're going to break some of that down today. I'll be right back. This is the All Things Sports Podcast. All right, everybody, I'm back. Let's jump right in. Before I get started on, we're going to talk about the American League first. So before I get started on the American League, man, it's just, I love baseball season like i'm a huge basketball fan i love football i love sports in general this is why this is called the all things sports podcast because i love covering any sport i even love covering some hockey i don't i know i haven't done a lot of it yet but i enjoy sports and but baseball is right up there with basketball for me and maybe even surpasses it sometimes it's just something about the game of baseball that I absolutely love. I just don't even know what it is. Uh, didn't play it coming up. I just love it. I, I study the game. I watch the game. I study the ins and outs. I try to study the fundamentals of it. And I never even played it. Like, I just, I, it's just something about it. Like, I think we've all probably played softball at one point in time, which has some similarities, but it's just not the same as an actual uh, MLB game, obviously. But it's, you know, there's a lot of similarities in the games, but I wish I would have played it coming up. Didn't really do it, but hey, it's just something about it that I just thoroughly enjoy. So you're going to get my predictions on where I think each team's going to land today in the division. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Um, let's go to the American League East first. I'll give you what they did last year, who won the division last year. The New York Yankees won the division with a record of 99 wins and 63 losses. Coming in second was the Toronto Blue Jays with 92 wins and 70 losses. Third place was the Tampa Bay Rays, 86 wins, 76 losses. And the surprise team from last year for me was the Baltimore Orioles, 83 wins, 79 losses. And an underperforming team last year that should have done better was the Boston Red Sox, 78 wins, 84 losses. What do I expect from this division? I expect for the New York Yankees to repeat as the division winners again. Um, I know they won 99 games last year, so I expect them to win the same amount of games, maybe 99, maybe 100, somewhere between that 99 to 103 win range. Uh, 
still got a great pitching staff, still got the reigning uh, American League MVP and uh, Aaron Judge. Giancarlo Stanton, I've seen some reports of him of how he's been in great shape. And if Stanton's in great shape, he he can hit 40 homers too. They re-signed Rizzo. They have a new prospect, the number three overall prospect in baseball, uh, starting for them at shortstop. So the Yankees are still going to be just a as dominant as a team. But with the Yankees, it always boils down to pitching. Can they have the pitching to really uh, take them where they need to go? And I really expect the Yankees to um, repeat as division winners with somewhere, like I said, between 99 and 103 wins. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays, I expect them to finish second. They have so much talent. George Springer, uh, Bo Bichette, um, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's one of my favorite players in the game. They have him. They have so many uh, great young talent. Um, they, the talent they have is unreal. I think they have Craig Biggio's son. I can't remember his name right now. But they have so much talent. Again, the thing with them, pitching. If they if their pitching can be better, they're going to score the runs. That's what Toronto does. Toronto will score. Can they pitch? I also think they signed Brandon Belt, the first baseman from former first baseman for the uh, Giants. That's a good pickup. So it just really depends on pitching for them. If they can get their pitching right, they can give the Yankees a run for their money. Um, coming in at third, I, I expect the uh, – the Rays to come in at third as well. I expect them to have anywhere from, you know, 86 to 90 wins. After that, it's the Baltimore Orioles. And then the ball, I'll be honest with you guys, I don't think that standing is going to change. Boston, to me, has lost. They lost Bogarts. They re-signed Devers, which is great. Uh, Trevor Story is going to miss the whole year. So, I, I don't understand what the Red Sox are doing. Shout out to my Red Sox fan. I work with a guy, if he's listening, that's a huge Red Sox fan. We talk about him all the time. So, uh, I don't I expect them to finish last in that division. They won 78 games last year. I don't expect them to win that much. I probably expect them to win anywhere between 60 and 70. But I don't expect them to win 78 games. So, I honestly don't think this division is going to change, guys. I can see the Yankees winning. The Yankees coming in first. Toronto finishing second. The, on, uh, the only – Thing that could change is the the Rays could finish above Toronto, so the Rays could finish in second place, and Toronto maybe third. But I think Toronto with the young talent, with uh, I think they had a coaching change as well, and with um, if they can get their pitching right, I think they can finish second. So I think this division stays the same. I think you see the Yankees, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, and Boston in that order. Moving on to the uh, American League Central Division. The winners last year was the Cleveland. I gotta stop myself from saying Indians. It's Guardians now. The Cleveland Guardians. They finished with a record of 92 and 70, uh, followed by the Chicago White Sox, <laughs> who were 81 and 81, followed by the Twins, 78 and 84, followed by the Detroit Tigers, who were 66 and 96, and the Royals, Kansas City, who were 65 and 97. So in this division, I could. I'm going to go – I'm going to surprise you guys here. I think the Guardians are still going to be a very good team. Um, and the White Sox lost uh, Abreu. They lost him to the Houston Astros. I'm going to surprise you guys here and go out on a limb. And one of my first bold predictions of the season, I'm going to say the White Sox win the AL Central. 
And I know some of you may be like, what? I think the White Sox win the Central with somewhere in between 89 to 93 wins. I think the Guardians finished second with somewhere between 88, 85, and 90 wins. I think it's going to be a close race, but I'm going to go with the White Sox. A lot of young talent. A lot of young talent on that team. Good, good, good pitching staff. I think they finish first in that division, and they win the division, followed by the Guardians. And I think the Tigers take a step forward. I know Minnesota just uh, re-signed Carlos Correa. Um, that whole situation was just weird. But I think the Tigers finished third. Minnesota finished fourth. And unfortunately, the Royals, I think they finished last. I don't This division, I'll be honest with you guys, I don't really keep up with that division a lot <laughs> because outside of the Guardians, that division hasn't been good. But I do think that the White Sox will be a lot better than, you know, the past years. So I got the White Sox win that division, followed by the Guardians, followed by the Tigers, the Twins, and the Royals. I expect the Tigers to win, you know, anywhere between 69 and, you know, 79 games. I expect the Royals to win anywhere from 50 to 60 games. I don't think they're going to be very good. Uh, so I expect them to not win a lot. Moving on to a division that used to be really competitive. Um, the AL West, it used to be super competitive in the early 2010s uh, and on, but here recently it has been dominated by the Houston Astros. Let me correct myself. The defending champion Houston Astros, it has been dominated by them. Last year they won the division with 106 wins and 56 losses, followed by the Seattle Mariners, who was a very good young team, has a very good young star, and Julio Rodriguez, I think his name is, He's a very young star who was ascending and one of the best players in the game. They had a 90-72 record, followed by the Angels, who for the life of me, I cannot understand. They have two of the very best players in the game, and they finished third at 73-89. We'll get to them in a second. The Rangers with a 68-94 record, and the Oakland A's, who were very good two years ago. 60, 60 wins, 102 losses. That kind of baffled me as well. What do I expect from this division? I expect the Houston Astros to win the division again. I don't think they'll win 106 games. Unfortunately, they lost Jose Altuve to a fractured thumb during the WBC World Baseball Classic. And just real quick while I'm on the Baseball Classic, if you guys didn't get a chance to watch the WBC, you missed out on some good, very good competitive baseball. You saw competitive baseball everywhere. The USA team was phenomenal offensively. Uh, the pitching staff was a disappointment for the USA. I believe the pitching staff wasn't there. Um, and I think the coach, I think, you know, it might have been the commissioner or some of the coaching was like, you know, shame on, you know, some of our pitching stars who didn't come. You had all of our, you know, hitting stars, Trout, Betts, uh, Trey Turner. We had Nolan Arenado, Goldsmith. We had Kyle Schwarber. We had so many, Tim Anderson. We had so many of our guys, position players that were stars that actually played. JT Riamuto played. Like we had so many of our stars that played. So they carried us for the most part. If we would have had just a couple of our star pitchers, um, AKA DeGrom or, you know, Scherzer or Verlander, if we would have had any two of those, we would have won. I really believe that against Japan. But shout out to Japan for winning. Uh, Shohei, <laughs> Shohei is incredible. If you saw that last pitching matchup, Shohei against Mike Trout, it was absolutely incredible. Shohei was throwing 100, 102. At one point, got up to 105 during the World Baseball Classic. But the pitch against Mike Trout, 
I saw the stat that said that Mike Trout has only had like 29 career uh, three swinging strikeouts. So what I mean by that is first pitch, a swinging strike. Second pitch, a swinging strike. Third pitch, a swinging strike. Out of however many bats he's ever had, that was only like his 29th career uh, career game where he's had a swinging strikeout in three straight pitches, and he done it again. Shohei done it. The first pitch was like 101 down and away. The second one was a slider at 102. Could you imagine a slider at 102? And then the third one was a 103 fastball. Trout just couldn't catch up. It's just like, good. And then he could turn around and smack 40 homers. Like, Shohei is something that we've never seen. And we'll get to Shohei in a second. But Shohei's great. But if you didn't get a chance to watch it, you should have watched it. The World Baseball Classic was very fun to watch. It was cool to see the countries come together and, you know, show the love for their country. And show that, hey, we can come together and do this. So, it was awesome. But getting back to the American League West, unfortunately, like I said, Jose Altuve had a fractured thumb, unfortunately. So, I don't know. It'll probably keep him out for, I would say, at least half the season at least. Um, So, they're going to feel, you know, they're going to feel, you know, a shortage there. But they did sign Jose Abreu. So, that's going to help tremendously. A former MVP from the White Sox. So, that's going to help boost their team. So I can count, they won 106 games. I can see them winning anywhere from 90 to 100 games. And I still think they win the division. I just don't see 106 game because Altuve really is that great of a player. And listen, guys, we know they had the cheating scandal way back when. That stuff's over with now. It's been six years later. They're still producing. They're still hitting. The cheating thing was wrong, but they can play. Altuve still can play. So, I really do see them winning 90 to 100 games and winning a division. Seattle, like I said, finished, the Mariners finished second with 90 and 72. I can see them being around the same type uh, record, somewhere between 90 and 95 wins. I just think it won't be enough to eclipse the Astros because I think the Astros are still just next level. Dusty Baker is a phenomenal manager, a uh, top five one in the game, in my opinion. So I don't think the 95 wins will be enough. But Rodriguez, uh, Julio Rodriguez, if you haven't watched him play, he was a rookie last year. Incredible. Watch him play. He's ascending. He'll be, you know, I don't want to give away my top 10 players, but he's knocking on that door for me already, being this young. He can do everything. He can feel. He can hit. He can hit for power. He can hit for average. I mean, he is a phenomenal young player. So watch what Julio Rodriguez does. Coming in third, I think that the – Angels will finish third in that division. I don't think they'll finish second because the thing with the Angels is they don't have the pitching. They always have the hitting. They have Trout and Otani. And a lot of people don't remember. Um, a lot of people don't remember um, his name, Rendon, Anthony Rendon. I could be wrong, but Rendon. They don't remember Rendon who helped the Nationals win a World Series. When he's healthy, one of the best third basemen in the game. I mean, he can hit 30, 40 homers. Driving 100 runs, hits for almost 300. Like Rendon's a very good player, but since the Angels gave him that massive contract, he hasn't been healthy. So if they can get Rendon going along with Trout, if they can keep Trout healthy, because Trout here lately hasn't been able to stay healthy. You have Shohei doing what Shohei does. Offensively, they'll be okay. It doesn't even matter who else is around them. Offensively, they'll be fine. It's the pitching with them. They have to lock down pitching. If they could get somebody an ace, they'll be okay. But I don't see them finishing above Seattle. They won 73 games last year. I can see them winning anywhere between 70 and 85 games just because I think Mike Trout's going to be healthy. I think Shohei's going to be putting on a show. 
And I think that Rendon's going to come back and prove that he still can play. So, with that being said, you know, I, I'm expecting a big year from Trout. I'm When I say big year, guys, I'm expecting like 50 home runs from Trout. I'm expecting 40 from Shohei. I'm expecting 30 from Rendon. The offense will be dangerous. But I do not see them eclipsing Seattle or Houston because of the pitching. Um, Texas, I, I think that they – I think it's a toss-up. I'm not going to lie. It's a toss-up between the Rangers and Oakland. The only great thing that the Rangers did was the Rangers did sign Jacob DeGrom, which is a huge signing, which will help that uh, pitching staff. So they won 68 games. So DeGrom's good for at least a few more games. So I could see the Rangers winning 75 games, you know, just because they added DeGrom, the young, uh, that can play, you know, I can see them win. And I can see Oakland winning 60 games again. I don't see nothing. You know, the Braves got Murphy from them. Uh, they're rebuilding. So, I can see them winning 60 games. So, I can see Houston winning anywhere between 100. You know, Seattle finishing with 95. The Angels, even though they got two, in my opinion, two top five players in the game, I can see them finishing third, the Rangers fourth, and Oakland uh, fifth in that division. So that's my breakdown of just a, a quick breakdown of each division in the American League. Tomorrow, I will give you who I think is going to win the MVP of that league. And I may throw in there who I think is going to win this. I throw in the Cy Young of that league and all that. Today, I just wanted to break down the league, just a few, a little bit of analysis of each team. But like I said, going back, I expect the Yankees to win the American League East. I expect the White Sox, which is kind of a shocker, to win the Central and I expect Houston to win the West. I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be right back to break down the National League uh, you know, National League division standings. I'll break that down. We'll talk about my Braves a little bit and where I think you know those divisions are going to go. This is the All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. I'll be right back after this short break. All right, all right, we're back. We're going to talk about the National League now. Let's start with the National League East, the home of the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> um, you know, I'm an avid Braves fan. Absolutely love my Braves. The Braves finished first in the division last year with 101 wins, 61 losses, followed by the New York Mets, who finished with 101 wins and 61 losses as well. Um, the only reason why we finished first, as you can imagine, we had the tiebreaker. We won the most uh, games uh, head up against each other. So that's why we finished with the first record. If you remember, at the end of the season last year, we had that one little run where we swept them at the end of the season, really, to put us in front. And that's why we finished first. Um, followed by the Phillies, who got to the World Series last year, which really surprised me. But they finished with 87 wins, 75 losses. Followed by the Miami Marlins, who finished with 69 wins and 93 losses. Followed by the Washington Nationals, who are not very good anymore for whatever reason. 55 wins, 107 losses. Just a very young team. Um, coming off a World Series, what, three, four years ago? I think it's like three years ago now. They just haven't been very good. They lost Soto. They lost Harper. Uh, Steven Strasburg, just, he ain't been healthy in what seems like five years now. He just hadn't seemed like he's been super healthy. But uh, going back to the top, what I expect, 
Uh, I'm a Braves fan. Cover your ears. <laughs> even me, it even pains me to say this. From a fan perspective, I want to say that we'll win it, but I I, I believe the New York Mets are going to win the division. Uh, they added Justin Verlander, although they lost Jacob DeGrom, but Verlander has been better than DeGrom the last couple of years, even at his age. Verlander last year won the Cy Young and was incredible for Houston. So I expect New York Mets to win somewhere. They're going to win somewhere around, you know, 95 to 101 games again. I really expect them to do that. Um, They still have Francisco Lindor. They still have Pete Alonso. They still have great talent around them. McNeil's there. They have great, they have great talent. Um, So I really expect them to win. You know, with that pitching staff with Scherzer and Verlander, I expect them to win 95 to 100 games. I expect my Braves to take a step back. Uh, as you know, as I've stated, we lost Dansby Swanson uh, to Chicago Cubs in free agency. Uh, that's going to be a big hole for us. Swanson's one of the best defensive shortstops in the game and has had a power surge the last few years uh, with his home runs upwards of, you know, close to 30 home runs. So, He's had a power surge, but I expect my Braves to win anywhere between 90 and 95 games. I think we're going to fall back um, to second and be in a close race with the Phillies. The Phillies finished third. Uh, unfortunately, the Phillies just lost Reese, Hos- uh, uh, Reese Hopkins to an ACL injury, non-contact injury. You hate to see those happen to players when he's just – I think he was just fielding a ball, non-contact injury, torn ACL. So – Prayers go out to Reese Hoskins. Hope, hopefully, he can recover uh, and come back next year even strong. So that's going to hurt them a little bit. They might be in the trade market for a first baseman after that because Reese Hoskins, when he gets hot, he gets hot. So they lost him, uh, but they added Trey Turner. And if anybody has kept up with Trey Turner over the last few months, he has hit every ball that came across the strike zone. I mean, he's just been barreling the ball up and hitting every ball that's came across the strike zone. So I fully expect um, the Phillies to be better, and I expect them to be in a close race with uh, my Atlanta Braves, but I think that my Atlanta Braves will pull, um, will, will, will pull, you know, in, ahead of them and stay in the second place. Um, Bryce Harper, there's been reports that he might be back in May. So Bryce Harper gets back. He just He's coming off MVP season the year before, so – Bryce Harper has been one of my favorite players, even though we're rivals with them. Bryce Harper can do it all. He's been great for Philadelphia. But I will say this, the one outlier to all of this, to me, the one player that if he gets hot can change the course of a division is Ronald Acuna Jr. He has not been healthy over the last couple of years, but when Ronald Acuna Jr. is very healthy, <laughs> very healthy, <laughs> when Acuna is healthy, when he's 100% healthy, we have seen what he can do. When Acuna gets hot, it's a different story. I mean, he hits 40 homers, drives in 100 RBI. He can steal 30 bases. He can field. I mean, and we're going to take some stress off of him now because we have Michael Harris in center field who's just as good, if not better, defensively. He may be a little better defensively than Acuna, but I'm telling you right now, if Ronald Acuna Jr. gets hot, he's one of the top three players in baseball, and I ain't afraid to say that. He's that good when he's seeing the ball and he's hitting. He's that good. So if Acuna can get back to his normal self, that could change the course of this, of this division. And I would absolutely love that. This is a three-team race for the top, to be honest with you. 
I like Miami. Miami has a lot of young talent. I just don't think they have enough talent to surpass the Phillies, the Mets, or the Braves. Um, I think Washington is still rebuilding, so they obviously don't have enough talent to pass any of them. But I could definitely see, you know, this be a three-team race. But I, but looking at it from a, a, um, I don't want to say a analytical but looking at it from just a baseball sense and somebody who watches the game again i haven't played it but somebody who watches the game and studies the game i think the mets are finished first and i think it'll be a close race between the braves and the phillies all my braves fans close your ears again it's even pains for me to say this i wouldn't be surprised if we finished third i really wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if we finished third behind the phillies i mean it's going to be a close race I think the deciding factor for us is going to be our pitching. If we can get Soroka back to being his normal self, and Kyle Wright just went on the uh, the injury list, so that's going to hurt us. We're starting the rookie. That's going to hurt us. But if we can get Soroka back and if we can get our pitching staff to pitch well, I think that may be the edge over the Phillies. And also, if Acuna Jr. can, can, can put it together, I think that will give us the edge. The only problem that I'm worried about, again, I kind of rabbit trailed for a second there the only thing i'm worried about is the shortstop position like i said we lost swanson we're starting orlando arcia he's a good role player to me utility player um but we sent von grisham down to the triple a Gwinnett. i don't understand that move uh we were depending ron washington said you know von was ready he was primed and ready i'm just not sold i'm not sold yet uh so i'm worried about that shortstop position but I expect Vaughn to come back up, and I expect Vaughn to be a very solid player. It may take some time. It may take some time, but we know what my Braves, they always start out slow, and then they gain some momentum as the season goes on. So it's going to be a close race in the East, but as much as it pains for me to say this, I think the Mets are going to pull away with it, and I think the Braves are going to finish second and the Phillies third in a close race. Moving on to the NL Central, uh, you have St. Louis, who won that division last year with a 93-69 and 69 record. You have uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, who came in second with an 86-76 and 76 record. You have the Chicago Cubs, who really had a surge at the end of the season. 74 wins, 88 losses. You have the Chicago, excuse me. You have the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates at 62 and 100, 62 wins, 100 losses. And then you have the Reds, followed by the Reds with 62 wins and 100 losses. I'll go ahead and say I expect the bottom to stay the same. I expect Pittsburgh and Cincinnati to be fourth and fifth, respectively, in that division. Pittsburgh has a shortstop. I do not remember his name. I should have looked it up before I started. Excuse me for that. They have a shortstop. He's like 6'5", 6'6". He's going to be one of the brightest stars in the game. If you've seen his videos, he has an arm that is unreal. Um, Just an outstanding prospect. I'll look up his name and, 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 and... remind you guys and talk about him but he is going to be a player to watch i expect the cubs to finish third i expect them to win anywhere between 70 and 80 games i expect the brewers to finish second i expect st louis to walk away with this division they won 93 games last year i could see them win about the same amount of games they have the reigning mvp and paul goldschmidt and they have nolan arenado who does not get the credit that he deserves Nolan Arenado is one of the greatest third basemen that we've ever seen, and I ain't afraid to say that already. It's either nine or ten straight gold gloves. He's had five or four straight 30 home run, 100 RBI seasons. Nolan Arenado don't get the credit that he deserves as a top player in the game. 
He is a top player in the game, a top third baseman, if not the best third baseman in the game. You cannot overlook Nolan Arenado. And I think that he has a chance to, you know, be a very great player. And I don't want to jump ahead on myself, but he has a chance to win MVP. He really should I guess I should have. He really could have won it last year, but Goldsmith had a good year. So I expect the Cardinals to win that division going away with it anywhere between 90 and man I can see them winning 100 games um, just depends on their pitching staff and, and their surrounding cast but I can see the Cardinals running away with that division and being uh, the top dog in that division lastly uh, I'll finish up with the NL West which has been one of the harder divisions to just uh, analyze because of the teams that sent it you got the Rockies at the bottom 68 wins 94 losses. You got the Diamondbacks with 74 wins and 88 losses. You got the uh, San Francisco Giants who finished at 500 with 81 wins, 81 losses. And then you have the talented San Diego Padres, 89 wins, 73 losses. And the Dodgers, most wins in the league overall last year, 111 wins, 51 losses. What do I expect from this division? What I expect from this division is I expect the Rockies, and the Diamondbacks, you could probably flip them. I expect the Diamondbacks to finish last. I expect the Rockies to finish fourth in that division. A healthy Chris Bryant is going to make the difference in that division. So I, I expect the Rockies to finish fourth. You know what? I could almost see them finishing third. I think San Francisco takes – you know what? I'm going to go on a limb and say that. I think San Francisco takes a step back. I think they finish fourth. I think the Rockies finish third. I think the Rockies will – have a, a decent season. I don't think they can get the top two spots. The top two spots, this league is, you know, normally it's between the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants, but I think the Giants with not landing uh, Carlos Correa and not landing some of the bigger free agents, they was in the judge sweepstakes. I think that's going to hurt them. So I'm going to say that Diamondbacks finished last, the, um, the Giants finished fourth, and the Rockets finished third. I may surprise some of you guys with this one right here. I think the Dodgers finished second. I think the Dodgers take a step back. Gavin Lux got hurt. I think he's out for the year. That's going to hurt them. Uh, Freddie Freeman did get hurt during the uh, WBC Classic, but I think he'll be back. I think the Dodgers take a step back. They won 111 games last year. I don't think they win that much this year. I can see them winning anywhere between 95 and 100 games this year. And I think the San Diego Padres win the NL West with like 105, 106 wins. Their roster is unreal. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Alexander Bogars. That's all I got to say right there. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to anybody else on that team. Let me read you those names again. Juan Soto, one of the best hitters in the game, best players in the game. Manny Machado, a top 10 player in the game. Alexander Bogarts, one of the best shortstops in the game. Oh, yeah. And if not the best shortstop in the game, who got suspended last year, Fernando Tatis Jr., who we all just forgot about. This team is loaded. Loaded with superstar talent. Loaded with offensive threats. You Darvish in the pitching staff. Musgrave as a ace. This team is going to be a problem. I think they still have Blake Snell. This team's going to be a problem. I have them winning 106 games, uh, roughly 106 games this year finishing first in the West over the Dodgers. They are a dangerous team. Who are you going to pitch to? And Tatis Jr. is going to come back with a vengeance. He's going to come back with a vengeance. So I'm a, I am ain't going to lie to you guys right now, and I don't want to jump ahead of myself. I, 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Padres went all the way. Honestly, I wouldn't. But I'll get into that. To, uh, not tomorrow, but in my next part two. I'll get into that later. I would not be surprised if the Padres turned around and, and got to the World Series. I wouldn't be surprised. But I do expect the Padres to win a division, the Dodgers to finish second, the Rockies, I know this is crazy, to finish third, the Giants to finish fourth, and Arizona to finish fifth. That's my breakdown of the National League uh West and the National League as a whole, I think that, you know, this is going to be one of the best MLB seasons. I think you're going to see a lot of parity. What I mean by a lot of parity, I think you're going to see a lot of teams that's kind of like the NBA right now, how the West is so close. I think you're going to see that a lot um, and across the board in baseball. But that's just my expectations for every division. Um, I didn't go into each player, each team like I wanted to because it would take a long time because I cover all sports. So I just wanted to kind of give you a, just a generic breakdown of where I think teams would land and what the differences are going to be. Be on the lookout, you guys, for my part two, where I'm really going to break down who I think is going to win MVP and why Cy Young's rookie of the years, my prediction for the World Series, and my top players around the game. Guys, I'm so excited about this up-and-coming season. Um, now, when baseball starts, there's 162 games. So I may break the season up in like quarters or however, whatever the big moments that happen, we'll talk about it. But there's no way I'll be able to cover, you know, every week. There's no way. It's just too much baseball. So I'll figure out a way to break it up into sections so I can just cover it. And then, if you know, if obviously if major news happens, I'll cover that. But I'll find a way to break it down because it's just too many games to talk about every day. So. Be on the lookout for part two. I think you guys are really going to like that. And some of you are going to like my prediction for who's going to win. Some of you aren't going to like it. So we'll see. But again, listen, guys, as always, I appreciate the support. Um, if you don't mind, continue to share it. Continue to get the the word out about the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm just trying to get as many listeners as I can to just engage in fun, healthy debates about sports. So get the word out. Um, and I appreciate all the support. Continue to share uh, the episodes. Continue to let people know. This is the All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. Be on the lookout for MLB uh, Season Preview Part 2. Hope you have a great day, uh, morning, afternoon, evening, night, whenever it is you listen to this. I'm out.